Today's Ayim Yayim, in the year Tavshin Gimel, the year that the Yom was written, today was Sunday of Parshat Kisisa. Not as in this year where it's Thursday already. So it was four days before on Sunday. So on Sunday of Parshat Kisisa, as you remember, there's a long, long Chumash. And um, although everyone thinks Parshat Kisisa, they remember the week of the Chita Ego, which is true, that's a big bulk of the Parsha. But if you remember, there were other, a lot of other topics in the beginning of the Parsha. And today's Amyayim, which was Sunday of Parsha's Kisisa, picks up on something, on a very, very uh, sometimes forgotten part of Parsha's Kisisa, which is in the very beginning of the Parsha, the second topic, the mitzvah of the Kiar. The Kiar. The washing urn where the Kainim would need to wash their hands and feet before they started the Vaidah every single morning. And it was commanded to be built last. It is conspicuously separate from all of the other, from all of the other uh, Kalim of the Mishkan, which were commanded earlier in Parshas Truma or the Mizbeach and Parshas Tetzavah last week. But here comes in the last one, the final one is the Kiar, spoken about last, commanded about last. And in fact... Um, not just that it was last, not just that it was commanded last, but it was also um, brought. It was brought last from all the vessels of the Mishkan, meaning the Yidin were commanded about it last, and they brought it last. But what's interesting, the Alter Rebbe points out in today's Ayim Yoyim, what's interesting, and it's not just coincidence, nothing is coincidence. What's interesting is that this Kiar that was commanded about last was used every day, First, the base of Mikdash, the first thing that you needed to do when you walked into the base of Mikdash every single morning, any Kayin would be to wash your hands and your feet before you start the Voidah. As we learned about on Sunday, there was actually a Chiyuv Miso B'Deshamayim. If a Kayin walked into the base, if a Kayin walked into the base of Mikdash any day without having washed his hands or feet, Shaloy Rechotzedayim Vreglayim. So Altareb explains this is because there's a rule. There's a rule that our world works in a funny way. Our world works in a funny way. Whatever appears to be very low and very unimportant actually has in it very, very high, very significant, very spiritual sparks that are trapped. And the famous mashal that Chassiz brings for this is, imagine you had a tree growing at the, at, the, at the edge of a cliff or at the edge of a pit. And you chop down the tree and the tree falls. Now it falls like that. When it falls and lands, whatever was taller when the tree was growing is now going to be on the bottom of the pit. And what was on the bottom of the tree when it was growing is now going to be on top of the pit. And Chassidus talks about that that's exactly what happened when all the sparks of holiness came down into this world because everything in this world, no matter how, how um, impure, no matter how opposing of Hashem it seems to be, Everything comes from Hashem. So when the sparks of Elikos, when the sparks of godliness came down into this world, the higher a spark was in its root, the higher a spark was in its source, the lower it fell when it came down into this world. And that's why sometimes we have situations where it seems to be a horrible situation and it turns out to be the best situation. And usually this is not in, in, in situations that we can see. This is usually to do with spirituality, what Rabbeim, Chassidus tells us exist, that deep, stuck within the deepest of sparks are the holiest of, sorry, stuck within the deepest of impurities are the holiest of sparks. You and I, regular people, cannot see this and definitely cannot elevate them. But Sadiqim can.
And that's why tzaddikim send people to the farthest ends of the world to do different shlichus and different missions to elevate those parks. That's why the Yidin were sent to Mitzrayim. That's why Hashem wanted Yidin to be Mitzrayim for 210 years, originally 400 years. To elevate all the sparks stuck in Mitzrayim. Why were so many sparks stuck? Why were so many sparks stuck in Mitzrayim? Because Mitzrayim was the lowest place in the world. And this exists in very, very often. Exists this topic, this idea. So back to our discussion, the Kiyar. The Kiyar seemed like a like a like a, an afterthought. It seemed like an afterthought. Yeah, okay, there's uh, the Mishkan, there's the, that's right, there's the Mizbeach, there's the Aroin, there's the Menorah, you have all these holy, you have, holy, you have all these special avoiders. Oh, okay, what I, oh yeah, we also need a Kiyar, we need to wash our hands and our feet. Yeah, but they used to use that first every day. And you couldn't use the Menorah, you couldn't use the Mizbeach if you didn't use the Kiyar first every day. Because sometimes the lowest of items actually have in them very, very high and special sparks. And in fact, the Alter Rebbe says, of all the vessels in the Mishkan, the only one that the Torah describes as sparkling, as shining, from all the gold and the silver and the copper and all these materials that naturally shine, the only one that the Torah describes as shining, as sparkling, was the Kiar. Was the Kiar. And this tells us that, we, that when we come into an encounter, when we come into a situation in this world and it seems like a negative situation when we're when we're stuck in something which seems negative we have to be able to to dig deep we have to be able to explore it we have to be able to understand why did Hashem put me in such a situation and there will be a positive outcome and the question to think about today for 30 seconds with the word Hashem is part of answer what is a what is a challenge that I face that I could turn into a positive way by using it to serve Hashem.